0: One thing that always pissed me off about myself, I thought I'd be famous by now. Crying. <laughs> oh, so the fact that I'm not doing studios or uh, uh, stadiums or shit like that, yeah, <sighs> hurts my soul. It yeah, hurts no.
1: my soul. I feel you. It takes time, man. No, facts. It takes time. <laughs> Unfortunately. Oh god.
0: Oh god. Do you want to be famous? Is that like a thing you actually want to do, or is it like a?
1: Um, I think about that all the time. All the time. Like I think. I think I would like, I'd like to be well known. I'd like oh to God. be well known and respected for what I do. I like to be in the room with famous people and help them elevate their craft. Mm. Um, but to like, you know, have like ten million followers on Instagram, I don't know. Mm. You know, just because I'm such an introvert. Like, if I was to be famous, I feel like I'd do it like SZA, where she uh-huh. like pops up and it's like, hey, I'm here, and then she like disappears. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, I definitely want to work with famous people. I think I have the talent to. Um, but I feel like there's a lot of. Insanity that comes along with being famous, if that what, makes sense. Like, why? just having the world constantly looking at you in your business, like, you know, picking you apart. Like, did she get work done? Did she not get work done? Like, can mm-hmm. she actually sing? You know, constantly, like, you gotta have a, a certain level of, like, confidence. Mm-hmm. And, like, mm-hmm. yeah, you just have to have a certain level of fuck it, excuse my French, but no, to, to be able to be famous. You so. know
0: what? That's actually a very interesting thing because of now that I'm applying to, like, jobs and stuff like that, um TMZ was one of the people that I was gonna try to apply to. Mm-hmm as like a beat writer right or like honestly as one of those like the paparazzi people
1: mm-hmm.
0: and i was just like looking at the amount of stuff like they have to do and the way they have to move it's kind of weird yeah <laughs> it's yeah weird. it's not normal <laughs> yeah. and it's it is to the point where it's like signing up for your nine to five to be literally annoying people mm-hmm. seems kind of excessive yeah in my opinion.
1: yeah no i because everybody hates tmz um I mean, right leaf so, Yeah, <laughs> they be in everybody business, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So what was that, what was that like? yeah, if I was to be famous, I would like to be like a Ty dollar Sign of the game. Like I feel like Ty dollar Sign could still go to the grocery store. You know what I'm saying? Like cap. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like I feel he like it doesn't
0: look like a like a regular human. Like, okay I feel like if I saw him I'd be like you do something
1: okay you do something but like I feel like the whites wouldn't know who he is you know what I'm saying okay. like I feel okay, like he could okay. go to whole fools and be fine
0: you know what that is a very big that is a very that's a great point because you know? of like <laughs> for example Steve Lacey
1: mm-hmm. he's been
0: famous for so long he
1: has and I didn't realize that he's only 24 like when he was doing stuff with the internet he was in high school like mm-hmm. I didn't realize that but mm. yeah.
0: And that's that's so interesting because it's always like once white folks get a hand of things, mm-hmm. then and it they, just, they, they skyrocket you to a point where it's like, jeez, yeah, yeah, so much.
1: Mm-hmm. Like, people, so it's like black famous, and then there's white famous, and then you get to exactly, yes. exactly. Mm-hmm. And it's
0: it's interesting when you when people are like freaking out over like the, the song, the bad habit song, right? Mm-hmm. And it's not even his biggest song,
1: no. No, I'm like y'all know dark red. Oh, like, like, bro, like, <laughs> y'all are new here. <laughs> it literally has like four times the amount of views. Mm-hmm.
0: So yeah, yeah, very, very interesting, very interesting. Yeah. Uh, but what's up, y'all? It's your host Sasan came back in another episode. I'm not my co-host, but I'm with
1: Jen Delthorpe. Uh,
0: ah, who are you, Jen? Do- <laughs>
1: I am a lot of things. I mm. am mainly known for spoken word poetry. Um, I used to be a podcaster slash singer slash songwriter, uh, video editor. I do a lot of things. Mm. Do a lot of things.
0: That's actually very interesting. Oh, why is it that people like tend to sp- spread themselves so thin when it comes to like starting off with the contents? Mm,
1: I don't know if it's necessarily like people spreading themselves thin, but it's more so like having the awareness to know that i can do multiple things and trying to figure out exactly what it is that i want to do Mm. does that make sense like that works that works you know it's like yes there's a master of one or you know master of one but it's like it's kind of fun being a jack of all trades you know what i'm saying like one day we're doing this movie the next day we're doing this podcast after that i'm singing a song then i'm co-writing one you know like it's it keeps you on your toes you know have you been on a movie yes actually Really? I have. What? Um it was called this or that. It it released in 2019. I actually played a poet named Lady Ice in the film. It's on Amazon actually. Really? Yeah. Oh wow. <laughs> yeah. I've done a lot of things.
0: How you... My team did not tell me that. Yeah. But oh.
1: Um... <laughs> How did that even happen? Then? Um so I have a lot of friends who I have friends that are like not quite in the industry, but on their way to the industry. Oh, okay. Um. And yeah, I had a friend, a couple friends that starred in the movie. and They were like, "Yo, we need a poet last minute because the one that we had dropped out." And would you be willing to like write your own lines, basically? Um. And I was like, "Yeah, I stepped in write like last your own minute." Lines. Yeah. Like I had to get on stage and like perform this like ridiculous. It was like a parody poem, but it was just yeah. I had to write the poem and memorize it and perform it. It was a whole thing. It was a lot of fun though. But yeah, it was friends that now live in Cali that. We're here making a movie, and I started in it. It was dope. Mm-hmm. It was dope. There was a whole premiere and everything. It was,
0: it was cool. It was very cool. See, I've low key always wanted to do like the whole like movie thing mm-hmm. because of do that one scene in Snowfall where, um, da- Damson Damson, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 he does the bodies,
1: bodies, bodies. bodies. bodies yeah, that whole
0: scene, <laughs> I watched like the whole two minutes of it, yeah. and where it's him talking to himself. Yeah,
1: he's a tripping on acid or whatever. Or. That shit might have been the toughest shit I've seen ever.
0: And just to see him play, because those two characters are two completely Mm -hmm. different people. Mm -hmm. And the way that they're interacting with themselves, not even to mention that he has to act knowing there's nothing in front of him Mm -hmm. right now, but still behaving as if there was.
1: Yeah. I think that to be an actor and actress like it takes another level of like insanity mm-hmm. like sometimes i feel like i'm almost too real to be an actor mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying because mm-hmm. it's just like you really have to embody this character and like and sometimes these characters go insane like you have to be willing to lose your mind mm-hmm. in real time mm-hmm. just for a film or just for a show that mm-hmm. snowfall is one of the greatest television shows Most, definitely, most
0: definitely. um i had uh fuck, i'm gonna mispronounce her name crazy Nimade uh, on the podcast and she works on she was she was all first of all let me start off she was on like the biggest podcast for, for children the mm. biggest child uh, podcast so dope. and then she was also she does like a lot of movies for HBO and uh, what's, what's the other one Amazon yeah, okay Amazon yeah. Prime yeah. And seeing the way that she interacts first to me and then to other people mm-hmm. and then industry people, it's mm-hmm. always just it's it's always interesting the way that she's able to like just flip the switch over and over mm-hmm. and over again, from if it's either like lowering her pitch, if it's hiring her pitch, if it's just mm-hmm. like sitting differently. Mm-hmm. And it's like to be able to just naturally do that over and over and over again, mm-hmm. just shows not that it wouldn't take much for you to be a different person. But it doesn't take much for you to just like embody a whole another presence and yeah. energy. Energy, yeah. Mm-hmm. I
1: think, I think half the time too that sometimes we as people we overthink all okay. the time and I think that sometimes like if you just let yourself be and let yourself do what it needs to do to conquer that moment I feel like it's possible but I feel like we've just been we've taught ourselves to overthink every situation to the point where we aren't even naturally ourselves so I think it takes knowing who you are to be able to transform into other things if that makes sense mm. I hope that makes clear that makes that comes through clear have,
0: have you ever done that like, are you heavy on the uh, the overthinking, or have you always been able to, like, control the way that you see yourself in context to everybody else?
1: I I definitely am an overthinker, but I think I'm an overthinker that is naturally just myself. Oh, okay. um, I'm more myself than I'm not. I do have, like, 32 different personalities, but I think that's just, like, all who I am, you know? Like, I'm Liberian, so I got the Liberian uncle, then I got the Liberian Oma. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, I got mm-hmm. I got the, the white girl, the valley girl, you know mm-hmm, what I'm saying? I got different versions of myself, but... Um, yeah I think it's just I'm more so Myself And that's why I say I think I'm too real To be an actor You know mm. what I'm saying Like it's I'm very vulnerable Very raw That's how my art Comes through mm-hmm. You know like So yeah I don't know I Like Joaquin Phoenix Like There's just so many Actors and actresses Where I'm just like Bruh You are legendary Oh definitely just, I don't Yeah I don't know I don't know how they do it
0: Definitely definitely Um, Have you Do you
1: travel a lot Oh yeah Okay What oh. <laughs> Just got back from Thailand Oh <laughs>
0: the different place that you go can mm-hmm. you like naturally see the differences in personalities because like i've seen it on the small scale from going to like new york to miami mm-hmm. to like la yeah and then milwaukee and like so, like doing like smaller travels like that but i haven't been like across the the, the yeah. world yes mm. i
1: think depending on the region that you're in you can definitely get a feel for people um in the south you know like outside of the racism uh, the explicit racism i think that black people in the south are very n- nice very sweet mm. versus black people on the east are kind of like uppity and kind of mm. like you know i run this shit you know mm. versus mm. like black people in the north don't know who they are um you know like it's depending on the region i think that you get a different breed of people why why do you think that i think that black people i i hold that
0: same that sentiment yeah, <laughs> yeah same i think
1: sentiment. uh i think being a black person born in the Midwest or born in the North, you're just born into an influx of whiteness. Mm-hmm. And I think that it's a, it's difficult for you to find and understand what blackness means for you when you're surrounded and drowned by white people. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm luckily for me i was raised by a texan mother and a liberian father so culture was something that was heavy in my house mm-hmm. i've had a very good understanding of what blackness meant for me mm-hmm. but i feel like it's hard to identify and understand the beauty within yourself when you know you're taught that you should have you know long straight hair and mm-hmm. you have to look a certain way and you know like your body's unnatural quote unquote like it's it's just more difficult to love yourself in the midwest you mm-hmm. know versus mm-hmm. like my sister who grew up in texas she all she knows is black people mm-hmm. going to school with black people grocery stores full of black people you know you see yourself on a day-to-day basis versus mm-hmm. like when you see a, a black person in the midwest it's like oh hey you <laughs> you know what i'm hey, saying she, like, you're <laughs> i haven't seen a black person in six days you <laughs> know like, that, so yeah <laughs> that is
0: actually very interesting because of uh i have a lot of family that's uh from all over and their correlation to blackness is completely different than mine because mm-hmm. i said this on the show before i feel like there's too much of a correlation between being black and being poor in the Midwest. Yeah, wow. For you to be able to like see black folks as like other mm-hmm. things. <laughs> That's a word.
1: That is a word. I actually saw a tweet that said that I don't blame black people who do well, like black wealthy people for doing for disassociating from others because mm-hmm. it's like they have this um it's almost like this pressure to give back. Or they're co- they're automatically assumed to be, like, a coon. Or, you know, like, they're automatically assumed the, to be other.
0: If they're not willing to, to, to split their million. Yes. <laughs> to with, give it to the... Yes. The and leader. I'm like, if
1: I got wealthy, I could understand that. You know mm-hmm, what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's just too much pressure. It's like, you're either poor or you're, or you're rich. And there's no middle ground for hum- humanity in between that.
0: Exactly, exactly. And especially to the point where it's like, you have no... Connection to those people yeah. in the first place, mm-hmm. but you want me to give my money, right? To Hard a earned money that I'd
1: never step. Put in. Right and it's like don't get me wrong America is hard on black people don't mm-hmm, get me wrong mm-hmm. Like we, we've always like Been behind the race right mm-hmm, But it's mm-hmm. like for people who have worked for their coin mm-hmm. That wasn't given to them to just give it to you Because you're black because you're down and out I just don't feel like that's, that's right that's,
0: that's close to inherently just opposing Everything right. that they said for it To begin right. with Exactly, You mm-hmm. get
1: me I, I, this is a safe space yes, of, course, <laughs> of course
0: of course of course Because I, I find it so interesting Do we ever see
1: Black people in town? I'm sorry. What? Were you able to see black people in Thailand? Actually, towards the end of my trip, and it was trippy. What you mean? It was really, really trippy. So, <laughs> Thailand is really dope. Everybody, the native Thai people are really, really like nice. Um, mm-hmm. There's a lot of Russians and a lot of Indians that did not did not rock with black people and they made it very apparent apparent <laughs> um but yeah towards the end of the trip it was like i ran into like just you know specks of black people here and they're like mm-hmm. kind of the equivalent if you were to live up north in minnesota and you ran into a black person up there it's like whoa you know it was mm-hmm. like damn um and a lot of them weren't even like black american but more so like south wow, african damn. or yes from mali or all, all other places around mm-hmm. the world so mm-hmm. It was cool. It was dope. But I, I think I, I saw less than 10 black people were out while I was there. Oh, so wow. it was crazy. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair, mm-hmm. enough fair But enough. it was dope. It was Where dope, else have you say. been
0: to? that was like life changing, life altering.
1: Oh, man. I feel like every time I go somewhere, it's life altering. Um Why? Just because it's a completely different experience. I think we get so used to being American and just the day to day that when you experience life somewhere else, it's like, oh shit! There's <laughs> people live differently. You mm. know, it's not just Minnesota. It's not just cold. Um, most life changing places that I've been, though, probably Thailand for sure. Um, South Africa, uh, Egypt. Oh, e- Egypt was mind blowing.
0: <laughs> Wait, why? Why was it so mind blowing?
1: Just because, like. When we when we think of Egypt, we think of royalty, we think of gold, we think of history, right? Mm-hmm. And going to Cairo specifically, it was nothing but poverty. I mean, you have the pyramids, pyramids there, you have the Sphinx, and that was beautiful, but outside of that, it was just nothing but poverty everywhere.
0: I, yeah, that exactly is, is a great point because of I feel like. That's the problem with tourism, mm-hmm. since there's so much of an influx of money into one spot doing one thing. Yeah, it moves all the money from other industries and yep. just funnels it right into the touristy stuff. Yeah, because of if you're making if you're if every dollar you put into a tour into tourism brings out five, why am I going into this one that gives out three? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, so. it's and you could see that in real time in Cairo. It was really really bad. Mm. Um, also Amon Jordan, that was breathtakingly beautiful i was like oh they in like this in the middle <laughs> east <laughs> that's crazy no thanks um i've been to senegal i've been to morocco i've been to the bahamas i've been to canada i've been to amsterdam i've been i've been a few places mm. a handful mm-hmm. of places why do
0: you why do you travel so much
1: um really and truly it started with uh study abroad trip i took back in 2016 to south africa and okay. i just i think what it is is like i like experiencing myself in other places okay i think that like it's, it's important to rub shoulders with something that's different than you. Mm-hmm. Um, and just realizing who I am and how I, you know, how I exist in other spaces is just, it's so important. Plus it's just so much culture. I'm a person that loves, loves culture, not just black culture, not just African culture, just culture, you know, like, I think it's important to experience that and see how other people live. Mm-hmm. Um, it gives you a perspective of your, of your own privilege. Like for yeah. example, when I went to Egypt, seeing all that poverty, I'm riding around on a camel, and, like, you know, you see dogs eating horses on the side of the road. You see, you know, people using the bathroom, like, just openly. It's like, dogs whoa. eating horses? Yeah, like, there was a deceased horse on the side of the road, and there were dogs that were eating it. Like, I exactly that's what i'm trying to tell you like you see you get a, a perspective of your own privilege and how good you have it you know what i'm saying like we like to complain like oh my uber eats didn't didn't come on time or whatever it is it's like mm, it really could be worse though No, definitely. you know different. so i think it, it, it humanizes my life experience and just gets me to see like you know just different perspective and i love traveling i know people say it's expensive this that and the third and it can be but it doesn't have to be i'm a bougie backpacker <laughs> that's how i afford to get around not the you know not the not the cheapest trip but not the most expensive either so okay i
0: feel that yeah see my my only problem with like traveling is i feel like i always need to go above and beyond when it comes to traveling mm. like backpacking doesn't make Personally, for me, when I when people tell me about backpack, I'm like bro, that just literally just sounds dangerous. Mm, that that just that's sounds real. objectively dangerous. That's true. Um, I remember I was uh I was this summer I was hanging out with some people and they're like, yeah, we're going backpacking to like through all of Europe and then we're gonna go down to India. Mm-hmm. We're gonna come back up. This mm-hmm. is gonna be like a seven month thing. Yeah. I'm with only my backpack. Yeah, and I'm like. So no one's going to kidnap you in this whole yeah. in this seven-month period of <laughs> not having a home.
1: Was <laughs> I think the power of American media is so powerful because I think it insinuates so much fear. Mm-hmm. And like I think the, the mentality that backpackers have is really and truly like I'm just existing in another space. And it's really no different than me you know, going from Minneapolis to St. Paul or me okay. going from... You know, it's like you kind of have to have that mentality of I live here. And I'm just like traveling throughout this space, you know, okay. like it's it's it, it, don't get me wrong. I said I'm a bougie backpacker, right? Like I'm not going to just ha- I'm going to have a suitcase. Oh, you know suitcase, what I'm saying? I'm going to have some. I'm going to have a door lock. I'm going to have some mace. I'm going to have the essentials. But I think I do admire backpackers because it's like you're trying to see as much of the world as you can. And with as minimal resources as possible, mm. which is dope. Um, but yeah, I think I think traveling is. There's different ways to do it. I can't travel with everybody. You know, some of my friends are just some of my friends are just way too high maintenance. Um, (laughs) I don't like to travel and like act like a new person in a different country. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yes, it's a new experience, but I still want to be myself and remain as true to myself as possible. What What do you mean? It's like some people go out of town and literally like do the most. And it's like, I feel you, this is a new experience, but it's more so like, I just want to be, my, I don't, I'm, I'm going to nap on vacation. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not, I'm not about to just rip and run throughout the streets just because I'm in a new place. Like, I want to stay as true to myself so I enjoy the experience as much as possible mm-hmm. versus trying to jam-pack my day from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. just because I'm here. Like, no, I'm here. That within itself is something beautiful. Mm-hmm. So let me just relish in the fact that I exist in this space for 10 days or whatever it is, mm-hmm. you know? So... Yeah, I think there's levels of travel. You can't travel with everybody. You can't. But like I said, you got to figure out who, who you are and how you travel in order mm. to travel. Backpacking, course, not course. quite for me. Might not be for you either. <laughs> Shout out to the boys, though, man. <laughs> like, whoever does it, they do it, but... <laughs> oh God,
0: oh God. uh How long have you been a poet, by the way?
1: Oh, that's a great question. Uh, I want to say it, as long as I can remember. But I think there was a very defining moment. I've, ri- I've been writing my entire life, mm-hmm. but there was a moment where... I wrote this poem, and my mom actually put it in a contest Okay. in the fourth grade. I never forget. And I ended up winning second place. Okay. And that was like a moment where it was like, oh, maybe I can do this. Um, I would say that I've been a performing poet and like active about my skills pretty much since I was about 21 or so. I've been performing since I was 10, 12, somewhere in there. But actually, you know, making a career of it, making money from it, um, performing around Minneapolis, I'd say, since I was about 21 or so. Oh, okay. So, okay. yeah it's been small, it's been cool, it's been paying the bills, you know, really? so, I don't but, do it full-time, but I would love to, of course, that's the goal, of course, of that's course. the goal.
0: Um, is it hard being vulnerable then?
1: Oh, God, <laughs> 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 that's, I think it's just, such, it's such a love-hate, I think that it is, it's difficult, but I know that it's necessary, um, I feel like we live in a world, especially in, in America, right, we live in a society that does not know how to be accountable, does not know how to be vulnerable. So therefore, that bleeds onto the people where everybody's mm-hmm. like, I'm tough. I don't got a few. You know what I'm saying? Like, forget that girl. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, I don't know. It's, it's, it's definitely difficult, but I realize that there's power within it. And so that's why I'm so intentional about the gift um, because I can get on a mic and people will listen. And so it's like, therefore, I want to think and feel through my experience. So that way I touch other people, whoever may need it. It's not always for everybody in the room, but it definitely is difficult. Before every show, I feel like I'm gonna vomit. I feel like I'm gonna forget my words. It's like, who even wants to hear about how I cried in the bathroom, you know what I'm <laughs> saying? Like it's, it's very much a vulnerable thing, but I realize and recognize the power within it. And I think that's what keeps me going, so.
0: Have you always been okay with being like, not, not so much vulnerable, but more like, nervous about your content
1: that you're creating? Oh yeah. And that, that's where the overthinking comes into place. Mm-hmm. Um because you know there's people who call you out and it's like you're dope. You're dope. You are you like people will call me out and be like, there's something about you. And it's like I've always known that. Um I'm I told my friend this the other day, it's like I'm, I'm a main character that does not want to be a main character. Like okay. I just I wanna lay low, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And like do what I do and people will literally pull it out of you. But it's definitely like I said, it's a powerful gift. It's a powerful craft to be able to get on a microphone and have a room silent and just listening to your story. That is a, a different kind of power. And because of that, you have people who want power, but they want it for the wrong reasons. And so, so for me, I think I overthink it because it's like, damn, I know I have this gift. I know I have this power. And it's like, I don't want to mess this up. The last thing that I want to do is hurt people. The last thing that I want to do is lead people astray. So I think I overthink the process um, because it's just, it's, Like, being on a microphone in front of a crowd of 200, 300 people and everybody is silent just listening to you, that's a different kind of feeling, you know? Mm. So, it's, yeah, I overthink that because it's like.
0: Have you always been looking for
1: that power? No. I don't, like, half the time I don't even want it. (laughs) I'm just like, because, again, people will call me out and be like, yo, you got to spit. You so cold, da, da, da. And it's like am I though? And I think a lot of that comes mm. back to childhood trauma. A lot of that mm. comes back to like just being insecure. Okay. Um, but okay. the older that I get, the more I'm like, okay, I do have a gift. I do have words. I do have insight. You know, I do have something positive to say. And mm. so therefore it's important for me to exude that, but it is difficult being vulnerable in a room full of people who are pretending with ego. A lot of people who are pretending to like be something that they're not. And here I am spitting a story that's reflecting everything that they're pretending to be, you know? Oh, so wow. it's like, Yeah. It's tough.
0: That per- <laughs> that pretending to be. Have you have you able Have you always been able to like see that in people? Like, is there like a tell that people give off when they're like when you're like, nah, this ain't you for real.
1: Nah, <laughs> I haven't really? always had that. I think because for for a while I have always I've pretended too. Mm-hmm. I think the only time that I'm really never pretending. I I don't pretend anymore, but before Mm. that there was a point in time where it was like the only time I could not pretend is when I was on the mic. After I got off the mic, it was like, yep, I'm back to pretending. (laughs) You know, there's a a point where I didn't even understand my gift. Um, Now, because I know myself and I'm aware of myself to, you know, a a point that's just beautiful, you Mm. know, the self-love is it's giving, right, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, It's easier to see when people are bullshitting. Uh, uh, it's easier to see through ego it's easier to understand the difference between confidence and ego you what is know? what is
0: the difference then because i've been trying to figure that out for the longest especially when i'm interacting a lot of like with a lot of new people now
1: yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i think you have people i think um the main difference um is that confidence doesn't have to talk about how it's confident it's just, it just is mm. versus like ego is very loud i'm the biggest in the room i'm the best at everything i'm this i'm that Com- ego but is
0: doesn't that feel good though
1: it can feel good but is it genuine or is, is it is it a cover-up for the fact that you actually feel really small mm. you know what i'm saying so it's just like yeah i just feel like ego is a lot louder than it needs to be Um, it's a lot of, it's a lot of BS. It's a lot of, I'm just going to throw this out there as a deflection from the reality that I'm actually really insecure and I cry at night Mm. versus like some of the most confident people don't say anything or when you tune in and have a conversation with them, it's like, oh, you're giving me exact eye contact. You're not saying more than needs to be said. You, I had a conversation with a, a guy a couple of weeks ago, and I was like, oh, he is confident. Like, I just kind of, before approaching him, I underestimated his power, and then we engaged in this conversation, and I, he left, he made me leave feeling things. I was like, wow, oh, wow, that is a confident young man. I just, I thought he was a nerd. I thought he was quiet. I just thought he was awkward had a conversation i was like whoa Mm. (laughs) like that's confidence you Mm -hmm. know where you don't feel the need to tell everybody all your flowers and all the things that you can do and this that and the third it's just like you just are you know versus trying to prove i think that's the difference amongst Mm. other things
0: see i hate that so much because of like a person like like myself um people some people say that i exude a lot of confidence and do this But the thing is I love giving myself flowers, right? Yeah because of I find it like rare when people would just like wholeheartedly not even treat me like a celebrity, mm. but it's more like when people are like, oh my God, you're just the greatest. you're like doing this and this and this I'm like, wow, you're yeah. just better than everybody else. Nobody says that. yeah, but sometimes. I want to hear it. I just want to hear that. And
1: that's that's okay. But I think that there's a difference within that. It's like Mm -hmm. admitting that you want to hear that is confidence. Mm -hmm. Because Mm -hmm. it's admiring that I need that affirmation. That's that's Mm -hmm. confidence. Versus like ego is more so demanding that on no merit. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It's like. I'm this, but I don't got nothing to show for it, but I'm this, and tell me I'm this. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So of I course, think that's the course, difference. I think course. confidence can say what it needs and mm-hmm. understand why it needs it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it, And I'm the same way. I was tell, I just did a, a video for the Timberwolves. I wrote for the Timberwolves, which is mad dope. Hey. Um, and I was very much like... Yeah, I'm that girl today. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. you need those moments where it's like, yeah, I am the shit, and nobody can tell me otherwise, mm-hmm. you know? like, mm-hmm. And I think, again, that is confidence, to mm-hmm. know, like, yeah, mm-hmm. I need that affirmation today. And
0: And the thing is that, like, I learned, especially in my journey, d- whatever you do, don't look egotistical. Yeah. And even if you do have moments where you want to, Turn that off immediately Mm -hmm. because of the doors that it will close Mm -hmm. once people can see that in you.
1: Yeah, it's weird energy, man. That is that's fair. fair.
0: (laughs) So even if you even if you do feel that deep down, turn that off because it will do you more harm than good. Search searching for that. Absolutely. And it always upset me because I like I literally just had to learn that that exact idea Mm -hmm. over and over again.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think um I think confidence is rooted in self mm-hmm. versus like ego is more so rooted in perception. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It's like I'm trying to mask, I'm trying to pretend, I'm trying to act. Mm. You know, ego is performance. It's mm. performative mm-hmm. versus confidence is just is. You know, that's the only way I can break it down. Mm-hmm. I feel
0: that, I yeah. feel that. But don't you want people to like like Perceive you as the goat, doesn't that feel good?
1: But the thing is, like, it, it definitely does feel good. But again, when you just know that you are a goat, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter who affirms it. And, and what's crazy is that when you when you have confidence and you know who you are and you stand within that people can see it mm-hmm. you know of what i'm course, saying and people naturally give you those flowers i've never had to ask for flowers mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like there's people who will, and I will make a simple post with just my face and people will be like yo you code is okay like, but i'm just being myself mm-hmm. you know what i'm mm-hmm. saying versus mm-hmm. in the moments where i've been, i've pretended to be something it's like people fall off people leave you astray because it's like that's bullshit at the mm-hmm. end of the day of you course, know of course of course so it does feel good i'm an affirmations girl like gas me up <laughs> 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 but at the same time I've gassed myself up to know that I deserve the flower. That's why when people compliment compliment me, it's no longer awkward because it's like, mm. I know that I'm deserving of okay. what you're telling me, if mm. that makes sense. Very cool. Very mm-hmm. cool.
0: Yeah, No, know. I feel like my problem literally just stems and I love vices way too much. Mm. I think that's literally just all it Wait, is. what do you mean? Like, I love going above and beyond. I, I love the drink, the... like. I hate being too real on this show because sponsors don't like that. That's but hey, <laughs> uh, just just the vices in general—it just if it, it feels so good to indulge, and mm-hmm. I love that good feeling far more than I really should.
1: That's real, So it's like the cusp of being greedy. Is that what you're saying? Like, what do you mean? Like cuz greed can be a bad thing like too much money can be a bad thing too much food can be a bad thing too See, much
0: alcohol can be a bad thing here is the thing you tell me those sentences and it's like i mean i guess <laughs> <laughs> the, i suppose the point where money is is a bad thing cuz you have too much that means you're just doing bad things with your money i feel oh, like that's where that comes from okay. and and in the sense of having in the sense of having too much food no, I'm not hearing that it's because I could save for a later day.
1: Okay, so okay. I want to have a full fridge. Okay, no, that's real, that's real, that's real. So I think that there's a difference between like oh, abundance and, and overindulgence. And
0: the last one, the the alcohol thing, I highly doubt it.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: that's too much. I uh, I feel I'm,
1: like I feel like there's a difference between. <laughs> like abundance and overindulgence, you know what fair. I'm saying? That's like true. you got to know your limits within that day. You that, know what I'm saying? That's, like that's true. I can drink this pint and that's all I got. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like some people, you just got to know, you got to be aware three shots is too much for you, mama. That's okay. Yeah, you know what it, I'm saying? I like, it, I it, I so it. I do hear your argument, but at the same time, I feel like it can be deadly if people are unaware of <sighs> their, of their limits. Mm. You know, you need boundaries within yourself. Of course. You of course.
0: Know? Of course. See, I feel like that's one thing that I'm glad that I do where I'm like, I'm, I feel like I'm objectively self-aware,
1: mm-hmm. but
0: still have like the wherewithal to be like, no, there's so much more that I can do. Yeah. And being able to hold both of them, to be self-aware yeah. is a thing that I feel like a lot of people like lack yeah. so deeply. Oh, it's bad. So. It's
1: bad. It's so bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Even when I think back to the moments where I was self uh, was not self aware, it's like, ooh, this is so cringe. I just want to like skip over this chapter just, of my life. It's like, just corny. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's bad. It's really, really bad. I think to, to know yourself is to be one of the most powerful people on this earth. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Even if it's just for you and your little corner of the earth, like it's mm-hmm. the, one of the most powerful things you can do to really sit down and know yourself. But then, like you said, to know yourself, but then hold yourself accountable for that gap of where you want to be. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like here. Here I am. What do I need to do to get to where I'm trying to go? And holding yourself accountable and disciplined to that track, mm. uh, like that's legendary mentality, <laughs> like <laughs> unmatched. You know, but a lot of people do not exist there. A lot of people live their lives through other people, oh, and fast. that's that's the. That's so. Oh God! Don't even get me started. On
0: that <laughs> speak, speak Man, on it immediately. Like, speak on it. A lot of.
1: I think social media is so weird. Like, don't get me wrong. I think it's powerful. I think it's an important tool. It's helpful in so many regards. But I think that it is very problematic to the oh point well. where people are are disassoci- disassociated with the, within themselves because they're living their life experience through other people scrolling mm. endlessly on TikTok for hours. Like, have you ever reached the bottom of a feed? When you think about it, you you're con- can. Like Exactly. That's that's the point that I'm making, is that that people will scroll and scroll and consume. I saw this tweet some years back that said, we were not supposed to know there were 7 billion people on this earth, let alone their thoughts. That is, when you don't know who you are, it's so easy to pick up other people's viewpoints and be like, this is what I think today. (laughs) This is what I, you know, it's just recycled information that somebody else said. You know what Mm, I'm saying? mm, So I just, mm. I think that social media is beautiful, but I think a lot of people have disassociated with their own flesh because of it. It's so problematic Mm, in the same breath. mm.
0: Yeah, ah, uh, that is actually an idea I was telling one of, my, one of my friends. There's no idea on this planet that's original. Yeah. So keep that in mind mm-hmm. when you're interacting with other people. Yep. Mm-hmm.
1: It's like, did you? Is that you? Is that really you? Or is oh that recited? Like, <laughs> like, let's fact check that because you think you you ain't here with all this ego thinking you the shit. It's like I saw that on Twitter two weeks ago. Oh God. Oh
0: God. God. And a part a part of it is especially like the seven billion people think, um something that blows me mm-hmm. when i go into like instagram the the explore page how much attractive people is on that oh, page yeah. mm-hmm. and then i refresh it and it's a whole nother set mm-hmm. of people mm-hmm. you fresh it again it's a whole nother set mm-hmm. and i'm like there's no way there's this many bad people this fine as hell on this mm-hmm. planet that i will never interact with
1: you never see never touch
0: but now i know what you i know what you look like now mm-hmm. I feel like that's wild. Yeah. That's wild. Because yeah. it's it's putting yourself in, in a not in a competition, mm-hmm. but like it's putting you on track to want things that you shouldn't want in the first place. Explain that. Like, uh, for example, on the on the for, for example for the, the woman. Mm-hmm. You should not be able to form this parasocial relationship. Mm with an individual that's not even famous for like being talented for anything yeah that's real they're literally just fine that's, yeah, that's all that, that's all there is yeah and it's it's different when it's like what do you join form like a personal relationship with like like let's for example uh the d- dame should do that i was talking about earlier mm-hmm. that makes sense because it's like oh this person is doing something that's so crazy it's like wow I wish I could do that. Oh, I feel like I'm connected so much with this character yeah. that this is my friend that I feel like I can hang out with. That's real. That is one thing. Mm-hmm. Hanging out with Cutie Pie, that's another that's Don't no, that's, crying. That's cool. <laughs> wow. yeah. But then just an IG model that's just bad just to be bad, mm-hmm. and it's not even like they're a model. Yeah. <laughs> they're they're really just, just,
1: they just look fine on IG. They're just fine on IG. They're not really getting money for this. That's wild. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it, um, it messes with our perception of reality. So then, you know, you have people who have these high expectations of what like the bar should be. And Mm. it's like, wait, bring it back down though. We're ordinary people existing in this space also too it's like those ig models may or may not be doing all kinds of things to their body to make themselves look a certain way (laughs) hours in the in the on in the mirror putting on makeup in hours taking photo shoots and editing their hours in the gym you know (laughs) like is that really is that real life Mm. you know and i I think that is so important to like take a second from social media stop scrolling i have time limits on on my apps where it's like okay 30 minutes a day maybe mm-hmm. an hour a day mm-hmm. but it's just like it you need to disassociate because then it, get, it starts to eat away at your confidence you know mm-hmm. where you mm-hmm. feel like you're less than because this person perceives to be you know or exist in this way and it's like nah this is toxic
0: even the realm of this podcasting shits mm-hmm. it is so dangerous yeah because why am i able to have a conversation with mike tyson yeah or mm-hmm. or like jake paul mm-hmm. where the, the amount of money they have Is able to put them in scenarios that I shouldn't even be able to dream about. Mm -hmm. Oh, what's that one porn star? Fucking um, Lena Paul? Lena Paul on a a road? Something. (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) I mean, I don't know the fucking thing. I don't don't, don't really watch (laughs) porn like that. But um, so it was these two people, and they're like, yeah, no, I was, she was like, yeah, no, I was assaulted since I was 14. And that's how I just got into it, wow. and I'm like, and now I just know that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, there's no reason I I should know that. Yeah, no. And then they're telling me about like, fucking trips to Dubai, wow. the shit that be happening over there, mm-hmm. and like the so, it gets very messy, mm-hmm. very, very quickly,
1: fast. Very
0: quickly. Uh-huh. And then
1: we again we internalize other people's experiences, you know, like, and that's and that's why I was saying too is like I think that. I don't know if I want to be famous. Like, if fame happens, okay, I'm gonna roll with the punches. That's Mm -hmm. just kind of girl that I am. Mm -hmm. But to actually say that I want to be famous, like, because you got people who feel as if they have no life, feel as if they have no life experience, feel like they have nothing going for themselves. So they're they're literally gluing themselves to every word that you say memorizing who you are who they think you are Mm -hmm. and that's so problematic because like even if you hear me on a podcast it's like you still don't know who i am Mm -hmm. we're having this conversation it's like you might have some insight to who i am but do you know who i am Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying so it's it's dangerous Mm -hmm. at the end it's Mm -hmm. so dangerous i can't say that i don't like it i can't say that some days i'm not addicted to it but at the Mm -hmm. same time i'm mindful of the fact that i gotta put this shit down Mm -hmm. you know it's it's problematic mm-hmm. to and, say the
0: least. And then on the point of being being famous, that power that comes with it, I don't, I I don't know if God truly wants me to have that. Yeah, cause I, <laughs> I
1: don't. I, don't think. Cause I, I almost slipped and had a Liberian accent. <laughs> Listen, because I don't think that everybody's supposed to be in positions of power. You know what I'm saying? Like it. Because not everybody is rooted in good. Like me, I think intentionally about my power. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to think about my words before I say them. Then you got people who are like, I could just say shit because I'm Kanye West. Even though I still love Kanye. But it's just, I could just say it because, yeah, everybody going to eat this right up. You know? Like it's, I don't know. Sometimes it's like, God, don't be picking fair, man. Like not everybody. Like not not, not everybody should be able to have a microphone, man. Oh, my God. Bro, and
0: the reason why I brought that up, the way that, f- like, fans will truly fan. Yeah, Even scary. if it's... Bro. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: <laughs>
0: you know what? I'm not famous enough. I doubt motherfuckers will actually see this. But, okay, <laughs> beyond the point. on the point. Beyond the point. I remember my homeboy was once telling me a story about this one girl uh, he met where he was talking with her. And... He goes and asks like another person about her. He's like, Oh, I was kicking it because they asked him what he was doing this day. And they're like, Oh, the person that fucked yada yada yada. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, huh, that's a weird way to be known. Yeah. So he goes and starts asking other people, He's like, oh yeah, no, she was fuck by yada yada yada. Mm-hmm. And it's the same guy. Bro's an NBA player. Mm. <laughs> Shorty is famous (laughs) because he hugged me. Why is that making you famous,
1: bro? She has four thousand followers now. Yeah, you know, and I saw this on TikTok. Speaking of social media, Mm -hmm. but it was like. How you start is how you finish. You will never ever be able to live that down. And it's crazy because I have a friend that that says people don't like to people don't meet you where where people don't like to meet you where you are. They they like to meet you where you were. Mm. And it's it, it's it's just it's really like whoever they meet you as is how you are forever known. And people will ride with that. But then also too it's like we are so we're so fake as a society we, we we idolize things such as sex such as you know materialism that's why people are known and famous for these things because those are the things that people think they want to desire mm. you know what I'm saying it's like we're so addicted to sex it's like oh she fuck who alright bet like I'm following that's a follow oh she fine as hell no, she finds oh, I'm, oh no, I'm a follow no, and it's just like where motherfuckers
0: don't even think she's bad they think they're bad cause you fucking that's, that's
1: literally you got in them draws maybe I got a chance too like, no. <laughs> it's so shallow we are so shallow as a society like and I had to really go through, but like when I turned 30, I I turned 30 back in October and I was like, I'm about to unfollow people. Why do I follow you? Like, this content is doing nothing for me. You know, the, the inner people pleaser in me was like, no, nah, we're not people pleasing no more. Like why? I had to be intentional about what it is that I consume. Why am I following you? And not feeling bad about unfollowing. It's like, if this is my feed and I'm going to spend time on this social media app, I want to follow people that inspire me, that are give, that breed intention, that have power and are using their mic microphone in a powerful way it's like yeah you might have fucked the NBA player and that's cool but it's like how far is that really getting you though you know like it's bad continue (laughs) (laughs) oh god (laughs) we are so shallow (laughs) I remember
0: she introduced herself like that to me like oh did you like she brought that up in conversation unprompted
1: it's like that's all you got baby i'm like, like really <laughs> <laughs> that's all you got sis like, i'm no i'm the bad guy <laughs> nah that's not a, that's i don't feel like that's a character trait you know what i'm uh, saying I, like I, and then also too i think that guys who like do that to women too are weird like yeah this is shorty short da, da, da. it's like what like is that not crazy dicky like, it's, dick <laughs> it it's insane dick this is the again this is not a resume builder <laughs> 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 you're losing <laughs> you are losing <laughs> (laughs) real time oh my god oh man that's what
0: what brings out your passions
1: that's a great question um (laughs) actual inspiration Mm -hmm. being inspired by true artistry you know like not people who are faking the funk but people who are really trying to say something and Mm -hmm. or passionate about something um also my feelings too like the older that i get the more i'm comfortable with feeling and i realize that vulnerability is important Mm -hmm. what i said i said this the other day Vulnerability is nothing more than being honest with some with your feeling when you feel it. You know what I'm saying? We overcomplicate vulnerability. It's just like just being honest with myself. Like I'm angry today. I'm sad today. Um, and so yeah, I think. Um, Dan, what was your question? What brings out my passions? Yeah. Um, yeah, I think. Uh, it's a combination of being inspired by other people but also allowing myself myself the space to feel and create with that feeling Mm. instead of being destructive within that feeling let's write some lyrics today um let's take let's have a photo shoot you know what i'm saying let's let's think of a dope concept Mm. um just kind of using those things in tandem uh, hand in hand if that Mm. makes sense Mm.
0: Mm. can you actually so the idea of inspiration is actually very interesting to me because it's like so something is going to make you do something else because you saw that thing. Why? I, I don't understand. That feels weird to me. That's I don't know. funny.
1: Um, <laughs> it's, it's not even like, it's, it's not even saying like, okay, I see, I saw her in concert. So therefore I'm going to act like and be like her. It's more so like I see her being the full extent of herself and being in concert, and singing, and and playing the guitar, and playing, and it's like, I now want to be the full extent of myself, and do all the things that I can do, and I think that we're all mirrors to each other in some way, shape, or form, you know what I'm saying, our life experience is ours, but it's also like, we bounce off of each other, and so I think that seeing somebody else in their glory is like, okay, wait, it kind of wakes you up to your own glory and it's like all right you mm. know like what i know i could do this like how far can i take this how far can i take the pen how far can i you know take the camera or the podcast or whatever it is what was
0: your favorite um thing you've ever created
1: oh god that's a great question um and
0: why why were you inspired to make that thing
1: you know it's crazy <laughs> so talking about inspiration and talking about passions um i think one i don't know if i have a favorite thing but i think year to date, it's actually like the one year anniversary tomorrow. Um, I wrote a book called The Illusion of Healing mm. and that book was <sighs> what inspired me to write it? Actually, was what,
0: what was the like the overarching theme, like the summary, if you could give a quick one.
1: Yeah, the overall, it was a compilation of um, prose, poetry, photography, and illustrations mm-hmm. that were laced together for my own storytelling and healing. Um, I told seven different stories about experiences that I I went through, and kind of like not even just what I learned from them, but what I was learning from as I was going through them. Okay. Um, and yeah, that really was. I was reading and taking in a bunch of you know different, different content, if if you will, and I was like, you know what, I'm gonna take this idea and I'm gonna take that idea and I'm gonna put this together, and it ended up being something that was super dope, super powerful, um, and it was something that that really helped me heal. You know, it's like I created something tangible for other people to consume, but at the end of the day, it really was something that helped me and catapulted me into a space of growth and and prosperity at the end of it. So I released that book a year ago tomorrow and I have literally like catapulted into a space of just like freedom and free thought and confidence and just like really just proved to myself. It was like the book almost served as, a, as if it was a funeral, if that makes sense. It was like a death to All this bullshit that I've gone through and here I am like rewriting my life in a way that serves me and who I actually am, not what other people want me to be. Mm. Um, So, yeah, that's something that I'm I'm very proud of. A, A lot of passion went into that book. Um, but I, would be lying if I said I wasn't inspired by other people, Mm -hmm. you know, reading Tori Morris or Toni Morrison, reading Mark, um, Mark Manson, reading, you know, shit philosopher Charles Jung, you know what I'm saying? Like reading all kinds of people and seeing their walks of life and how it reflected onto me. I'm like, I can create something too. Um, and yeah, that book was, that book is dope. It's on Amazon. It's on Walmart. It's at Barnes and Noble. It's everywhere, you know? So not shameless plug, but
0: (laughs) (laughs) so it took you, uh, how long did it take you to create all that?
1: That's a great question. About two years, give or take. I had a, actually, so I can't even say that the idea was even completely mine. I had a friend reach out to me and was like, yo, we should do a poetry book where you write the poetry, I take the pictures because he's a photographer. Mm. And I was sitting with that idea for a while, but I didn't know what direction I wanted to go. So he brought that idea to me at the end of 2019 or somewhere in there. Um, and didn't come actually into fruition and became a tangible book until 2021. So, mm um yeah i was just consuming content and i think that's another thing too we live in a society where we feel the need to do um because other people are doing we see other people outside we see other people doing all these things and i think it's important to just sit with your process and like sit within yourself and figure out what it is you want to do before you do it because you don't want to sound like a dumbass you know it took kendrick lamar five years to come out with the one of the greatest albums of all time Mm -hmm. and it was so vulnerable so raw so real you know what i'm saying i feel like because time is money in america because we're constantly trying to grind and be seen and be known, we don't take enough time to actually process what it is we're trying to say before we say it. Um, so that took that book took about a year and a half, two years to actually come to fruition, and I'm very proud of it. I feel like now I'm like, okay, yeah, I did that. What's next? You know what I'm saying? So it was very much a stepping stone forward. Um, and yeah, it was dope. I'm proud. I'm very proud of that.
0: So being an... I've always wanted to do the the author thing mm-hmm. where it's like you're able to put exactly what you had in your mind on to a piece of paper mm-hmm. and actually have it being cohesive and mm-hmm. actually like work i feel like being an author is one of like the hardest forms of arts mm-hmm. especially to like continue to care about it for so long mm-hmm. because of i know it didn't take you like uh, three months to write it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it didn't take mm-hmm. you, it was it was a lot of energy that you had to put into it. Yeah. And it's not like music where you're at least, you're creating something that you can like indulge in whenever you want. And mm-hmm. it doesn't take that much capital to like really interact with it. Right, right, right. But with a book, it's <laughs> yeah. not, not so much of like, it's, it's deeper. It's the deepest form of arts. But I feel like there's so much more that you can put into writing a book if it's, if you take the time to really take, if you really take your time to really um, break down layers of your personality into the book. Because I'm assuming there's like a lot of meaning in those seven stories that you're telling that, was there underlining messages that people probably don't even know about? Or was it even like a...
1: Yeah, it's... um it's so it's such a complex book I shouldn't say it's complicated but it's complex because okay. you read one chapter and it's nothing like the next chapter and you read the second chapter and it's nothing like the third um, and it's one of those books that's kind of like take what take what you need leave what you don't okay um but yeah I do agree with you I think that it takes another level of wisdom and knowledge to be able to Put something on paper for another human being to consume, and people have told me like your book is triggering. And at first, I used to take offense to that, (laughs) but I realize now that that's not necessarily not necessarily a bad thing. (laughs) It means you did something. I did something. I made you feel something. You (laughs) know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? If if I'm triggering you, that lets you know that there's some healing that needs to be done. There's a conversation that needs to be had. You know what I'm saying? So, what was
0: what was the stories about?
1: Oh god. So my chapters were crazy. Um like first chapter was me versus me. Chapter 5 for example was the fuck these niggas campaign ends here. I don't know if I can say that word. I apologize. Um uh chapter chapter 7 was like the boy I used to know like uh, chapter four was American Sins. Like I'm talking about, you know, different experiences. In the first chapter, I'm talking about myself and how I was literally fighting myself to be myself. Okay. Um, chapter two, I'm talking about.
0: Wait, to speak on that. How do you interact with yourself? Do you feel like.
1: I got a friend in me. I, <laughs> we be tight. <laughs> when I tell you I make myself laugh every single day, mm-hmm. I, it's, it's a genuine friendship. It wasn't always this way, though. Mm-hmm. Going through the pandemic, I was like, I hate myself. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it was very dark, very lonely. Um, now I'm like, okay, I realize that I'm literally the only constant within my life. Everybody can, can leave me right now. We can, end this podcast, I could never talk to you again, but I still have to sit with me. Mm-hmm. And so learning how to be a friend to myself and how to love on myself in my own life experience, cause I need myself to get to wherever it is I'm trying to go. Um, so it was like reflective stories like that. Um, you know, talking about experiences and how those experience, I internalize those experiences as self hate and or self love. Um. So yeah, it was it was a, it's a very complicated not complicated it's a complex book. Mm-hmm. There's um, a lot of layers. It's to dense. It. It's a lot of layers to it. Of course. Exactly. That's what somebody else said. There was like this. This is a lot of layers. It is. I'm a. i am think I'm a well. I'm a decorated person. I'm a decorated spirit. So I think mm-hmm. the book just reflects that. Um, yeah. So yeah.
0: What is your aesthetic?
1: It's <sighs> a great question. You know, I'm kind of in the middle of a transition. I think. Um, and then when you say aesthetic, I'm thinking. I literally think Instagram. <laughs> like <laughs> that's so toxic. Um, I would say, like, I have this, like, uh, this nice balance between, like, being a quote-unquote tomboy, but also, like, have this, like, strong feminine energy, too. Like, I'm kind of, like, the, a good combination of both, where I'll wear a graphic tee. I don't have my nails done today, but I normally have my nails done. Mm. I'll have makeup on. You know what I'm saying? I think that my aesthetic is, like, 50-50, maybe even, like, 60-70. No, si- wow, I can't do math. 60-40, like, masculine and feminine energy, mm. if that makes sense. Oh, um, that's I would like to I don't know. I don't I don't know if I wanna come across more like femme, but I don't think that's naturally who I am. You know what I'm saying? Like I I very much grew up around guys. I'm comfortable in cargo pants and like, you know. Mm -hmm. Um not to say I can't wear a ball gown, you know, but I Mm -hmm. think that like who I am is like having makeup on but also like wearing a graphic tee. Mm -hmm. You know, I Mm -hmm. think I'm I'm constantly changing that and I think as I get older I become more softer and more girly, but I think off bat, that's, that's my aesthetic. Is that what you mean by it?
0: Oh, kind of, kind of. But more like the way that you want people to receive you. Like, um, I want to say like the spiritual type of way, oh. but like in that nature.
1: I should have asked before I answered. Um, <laughs> delete that, delete that. <laughs> um, yeah, I think um, that's a great question. I think that my aesthetic is, I don't know it's 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 powerful um mm-hmm. and I don't think I always understand how people perceive me it's like people can see something about me and be like yo you're, there's something about you mm-hmm. um but I think that my aesthetic off rip is just an artist oh, okay. um, in every sense of the word like the way that I speak the way that I paint the way that I write um the way that I spit on a panel you know what I'm saying it's just artist mm-hmm. um it's very indoctrined in not more so what people want to hear but more so just like what i'm feeling within that moment um and it's just like it's one thing i do well is that i can read a room and like tailor not tailor myself to that room but speak to people in a way that they need to be heard if that or they the way they can listen okay. you know what i'm saying like you have some people who are like i don't care how i'm talking to you i'm a, i just talk like this versus i have the ability <laughs> to like talk in a way that people need to hear it okay if that makes sense not necessarily s- s- f- like Phasing away from who I am, but more so just like being like what people need in that moment, mm. if that makes sense. So but yeah, I think um, I think I'm an artist through and through, um, even when I'm not trying to be like the way that I decorate my house art. Mm. Um, just like it's just it's just who I am, you know, mm. like the sense that I wear. I came here kind of musty today, but um, I just I rolled out of bed. I'm sorry. Of course, but, of course. But yeah, I think uh, um, my aesthetic is just really an artist. I think that I'm always telling a story even when I'm not trying to Mm. and I think that's how people perceive me. Um, I try not to think about how people perceive me though and just more so just like being myself Mm -hmm. and just showing up however I show up but I've never been asked that before. (laughs) Now I'm about to go home and think about this question. (laughs) Delete this whole entire (laughs) segment.
0: (laughs) Are you anti like um, trends then I'm assuming since you're so like steadfast on who you are at, at the moment?
1: I think I think I think trends are necessary. I think they're cool, but I think they're corny. What do you mean? I think that, like, trends are cool. Like, but I also think that, like, trends are basic. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. I Like, you know when you see people on TikTok that are, like, doing all the dances nice to meet you. You know what I'm saying? Like, doing all the, like, I just think that they're... It's just like, everybody's doing that. There's no uniqueness, mm. you know what I'm saying? Like, don't get me wrong, they're cool, and it's nice to see everybody in unity in a sense, but it's also like, I am more so like, I don't want to hear, I don't always want to hear a Drake album. Like, I, I, mm. I yearn for Kendrick Lamar. I yearn for J. Cole, you know what I'm saying? Because mm. they have a different kind of voice. They're saying something that's different. I, mm. I, I yearn for different. So it's not mm. that I, I don't like trends. I just feel like if everybody just stuck to who they were, we could all be inspired by each other versus just, like, following what the next person is doing, you know? So, That's when true. I think about my friends and my, the people around me, very unique individuals, you know? No one individual is the same. So, yeah.
0: So, on my end for uh, trends, I've realized that people aren't as creative as other people. Mm-hmm. Like, deep down, even if they were to try for a thousand years, there mm-hmm. would be nothing, not special, but nothing... Not even unique, but nothing, like, groundbreaking where they need to even tell people about the way they're living or how they think or Mm -hmm. what they believe, things like that nature, Mm -hmm. where trends are, like, for example, for, like, fashion, like, the way Mm -hmm. people, like, dress, not everyone's gonna be, like, out of the box or not everyone's gonna be able to put on, like, um suits put on a suit but have like shorts on type of thing and it would work not not everyone can do like the outlandish thing so having other people that will funnel them down a path is just better for everybody involved because of learning that there's nothing unique about you Mm. might be one of the most damaging things ever Mm. in the long term Cause if it's like, <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> finding out you're a basic bitch, <laughs> like, I'm sorry. I, can just, I just, I just imagine an AA
1: group. Like when did you find out you were a basic bitch? Basic you know? as hell. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, and,
0: and the thing about that is it's like, there's a reason why Drake is the one of the biggest artists on the planet mm-hmm. because of anyone can connect Mm -hmm. to what he's saying everybody knows what it feels like to just i want to say to lose someone and then boss up because a lot of y'all are just lame but that's Mm, that's a whole nother conversation (laughs) (laughs) i didn't say he did (laughs) (laughs) but yeah no but to be able to like just realize that you're in love with someone but be like dang that wasn't even real love for real i was Mm. just horny So anyone Mm. can indulge with that. Anyone can indulge with the, wow, I like um, this one girl that's across the room, but, like, I'm, like, kind of shy. But, like, should I be shy? Oh, I don't know. Will Mm. they? Won't they? Anyone could feel that. But, for example, like, um, on the other end, like, someone like Tyler The Crater making one of my favorite songs that he's ever dropped – is Wilshire where mm-hmm. he's talk Taylor. when he's talking about trying to fuck his homie's girl because of, I know there's a lot of y'all that think that exact same way, mm-hmm. but will never say let, it. They will never. never let that slip through I, their I, mouth. And
1: I think that, I think that's why vulnerability is so powerful. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And that's why like when people act tough, it's like, yo, that's everybody's acting tough. Mm-hmm. Who's brave enough to be like, yo, I tried to fuck your shorty mm-hmm. though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like it's, continue but that's mm. a word that's a word i agree with that i agree with that <laughs> and i
0: feel like that's just like that is a common idea that people just don't want to admit to mm-hmm. but it's like so you so all of you guys are just gonna sit here and lie mm-hmm. like you haven't all been in his girl's dms yeah yeah and now when they broke break up they're like oh that's why i fucked your homie mm-hmm. and now he has to be star, so he has to be like what
1: mm-hmm. you did huh yep.
0: and now he's the bad guy because you didn't want to step up right
1: <laughs> Yeah. yeah, no, I think, um, yeah, I think w- we, it's just, we, we can't help but pretend. I think <laughs> I saw this quote that said, we as people fear shame more than we fear fear itself. And I think that's honest to God true. I think that's a lot of reason why people don't speak up or stand in their uniqueness or you know, to speak the truth, really mm-hmm. and truly, that's really what it is, mm-hmm. um, is because we fear the shame. And mm-hmm. then there's something that usually happens where it's like, okay, well, shame goes out the window. And it's like, well, yeah, that's what I did for your girl. You know what I'm saying? I mm-hmm. think that it's- And an, now
0: you want to speak on yeah, it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's like, you're lame. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> you should
1: have said that two moons ago. Oh, you know God. what I'm saying? Oh, so, yes yeah, I, I love people that are like Tyler, the creator, that just are not afraid to go against the grain or not- Not even say that you're trying to go against the grain, but you just exist against the grain. You Mm. know, there's sheep and then there's wolves. Mm. You know, speaking of, I'm a wolf. um, I'm sorry, I'm a really big Tyler fan. So, (laughs) um, but yeah, I think that like if people just like stop trying to be a sheep, because I feel like you have to try to be a sheep. You know what I'm saying? Like not everybody, like you just saying that you just want to follow the side, you just want to follow the river. You don't want to get up on the bank and just like experience the tree, you know what I'm Mm. saying? Or experience Mm. the, the beach, you know what I'm saying? I feel like. I feel um, like it's
0: a lot easier just to follow the river.
1: Yeah, it, true. I, <laughs> I agree. Especially mm. in, with the, living in the world that we live in, it's like mm. we're, we're mass-produced to be sheep, to mm. follow the river, mm. you know? And so mm. I think it takes another level of courage, and that's where I draw a lot of my inspiration from. It's like, because I know I'm an eclectic spirit. I know that I'm decorated, mm. you know? And so, like, seeing people who are just like, yeah, I'm not going to make pop music. I'm going to make indie music or alternative music. I'm like, yeah, this is... You're going, you're, you're, you're not even being different. You just are different. Mm. And I respect that because I feel in my spirit, I'm different too. Mm. I'm the Mm. 1%, you know, Mm. so you're the 1% too. Mm. You know what I'm saying? We (laughs) (laughs) 1%ers. Where (laughs) do you
0: go to create your art?
1: Wherever I need to. Um, That's another thing too, is that like, that's why I like to travel. Um, Is because sometimes I need to uproot myself. Mm -hmm. Um, It's sometimes like, you know, being at home can be too cloudy. Um... Sometimes I elevate in using substances. Um, Not, not, you know, not nothing crazy, you know. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, a lot of it is actually, I I create a lot of art in my car. And that sounds weird, but there's been times where I haven't had my own space. I haven't had my own bedroom. Mm -hmm. I haven't had, so my car has been my safe haven. I'll put on an instrumental, put on, excuse me, some jazz music, whatever it is, and like just create within that space. Um, But then also to, um creating with other people um like hey yeah, you want to hit the studio or let's have a jam session bring your bass you know what i'm saying like that's i don't know it's either by myself in my car or in my room um, or, like, in space in tandem with other people and it's just, like, magic happening. It's like, oh, shit, this is this might be a heat. This might mm-hmm. be a beat. You know what I'm saying? Like, this might be the next one, you know? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. um, I don't want to overcomplicate and be like, yeah, I got to have, you know, my toes in the sand, and it's not mm-hmm. like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can really create almost wherever, mm-hmm. to be honest. If I'm inspired and I feel mm-hmm. I'm in the mood to create, I'm going to create.
0: I feel it. I yeah. feel it. Ah, but we've reached that section where I ask my guests, Wish they had a sensei, and what does that mean? That means, what is some advice that the individual wish that they had when they were younger, some some advice they wish to have at the moment, or some advice that they wish to have in the future?
1: Hmm, that's a great question. Um, The first thing that comes to mind is that like, I wish my younger self knew that people aren't as intimidating as they perceive themselves to be. Mm -hmm. Um, It's like people aren't scary. Mm -hmm. You know, they're they're a person living and breathing just like you, and there's no reason to be intimidated. There's no reason to make yourself small for the sake of other people. Mm. If you feel the need to be big in a moment, be that. Um, If you can sing, rap, dance, uh, you know, spit a poem, write a book, do all the, do that. You know, don't limit yourself because you don't want to make other people uncomfortable. You mm-hmm. know, this you deserve your life experience in the same way that everybody else does, and so therefore, don't shortchange yourself um, and make yourself small to make other people comfortable. Mm-hmm. I spent a lot of years of my life doing that, and I feel like I'm working double time to overcome that and overcompensate for that. Um, and so I wish I knew that it was okay to be big. I used to have I had an ex boyfriend that would tell me like, Oh yeah, you can only be one thing. Like, you gotta be a poet. Like, you, you do all these other things, but you gotta choose one. And it's like, what the fuck? What do you mean? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah, there might be a season for me to do one thing, and there might be another season for me to do another, but it's like, why can't I do all of these things? If I'm living and I'm breathing and I have the work ethic to want to achieve those things, Can't nobody nobody else can limit what I can do in this life besides me. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So therefore, like, not to say you shouldn't listen to people, not to say that everybody's full of shit, but at the same time, it's just like, don't limit your life experience by holding too tough onto what other people say you yeah. know like validate yourself trust your own intuition trust your gut trust trust your ability to create and be exactly who you are in the moment that you need to be who you are you know so of course of course. yeah i hope that makes sense
0: right y'all leave a like leave a comments yeah. subscribe all all the jokes all the jokes um yeah
1: thank you for having yeah. me peace <laughs>